Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And I forgot for a second there. And uh, I, I, I had a pause. My brain farted. And I was like, I'm who am I? And It's not who you are. It's who you are not. Yes. I'm not everyone else. Exactly. That's the trick. You are not everyone else. Yes. Um... I'm also not John. Mm-hmm. And that's the important part here. Uh, so this is uh, Media Monday Show. Uh, episode 62. 62. We are, we are ready to draw on uh, Social Security? Yeah, I is think that, so, yeah. I'm, I'm good for that. Yeah. The podcast Social Security. Have we been podcast. paying into that? Yeah, like I, I think we need to create that if you get to sixty-two episodes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You get like a dollar an episode. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Plus free healthcare. Then, then we'll start cranking out episodes. It'll, every episode is five minutes long. Five minutes long. Yes. <laughs> there's um. There's a there's a podcast I listen to where they're like they they do a Patreon for like per episode. There's some that do like you know like so many a month like so much a month for a Patreon, and then some mm-hmm. that do like per episode. And then they started doing like a like a sister show to go along with things. And I was like, are they gonna do like a dollar an episode for that as well, and just charge us like eight dollars a month because they come out like weekly? And yeah, be like that's how you roll in the money. It is. It is. It seems like the better investment, and then all of a sudden, more shows, short, more shorter shows that you yep, charge by the episode. Good. It's like the difference between like salary and hourly. Um, let's see here. So this is episode sixty-two for. Uh, when does this come out? June first. June first. Yeah. Twenty twenty, the year of the plague. Year of the Plague. This is my birth month, and this will probably be one of my saddest birthdays ever. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it'll all change by then. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fine. We've already we've already pl- set up a game plan and everything. We're gonna order out. I'm gonna get high all day. It's gonna be fine. Nice. Yeah. Wish I could be there. Me too. It'd you make a difference. Can do during this time. I'll jump into the intro here. Yeah. You can uh, you can go to the drive-in theater because a lot of those are open. Yeah, we might actually do something like that this month. We but, just gotta wait for like... like either they're playing like old movies from like March, or they're doing mm-hmm. what the local one here is doing and they're playing like old old movies. This one's playing uh, Dirty Dancing and Footloose is is screen one currently. Yeah, uh, my uh, my local one was doing Indiana Jones and some other Harrison Ford movie. Nice. Like, and then for like the screen two, it was, I think, Onward and Trolls. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be the way to do it. Yeah. But like, weren't we saying on the last one, you're like, I'd go to a drive-in if they play like old, old movies or... Yeah, well, actually, I was saying that about uh, actual theaters. Actual theaters, yeah. When they finally open back up, if they wanted to have like $2 classic movies, I'd probably go see those. Maybe. Okay. But yeah, drive-in theaters have always been doing stuff like this. And I'm also cool with that, too. 
I mean, being able to see some of these movies on a big screen, it's, you know, it's worth it. I don't know, like, we, we'd go to the drive-in theater and, like, we'd all sit out on the hood of the car. Or, like, you mm-hmm. take a truck and you sit in the back after you back in. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we would do. We'd actually throw an old mattress into the back of the truck and have, like, a few folding chairs, too. Okay. Like, that uh, way we fall asleep and stuff. I remember uh, I had my little convertible, um, like, right after I graduated high school, and... Uh, Always got to plug that portable, Gino. <laughs> and uh, we'd go and we'd sit, we'd put the top down and we'd sit like on the back with our feet in the in the back seat. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, um, that is. Oh, the drive-in. Um, I, I, if, if anything good happens because of the plague, I would hope that its drive-ins become stronger and more plentiful. Yeah. I know it's difficult, but uh, I would just love it if it became a more regular thing and more people start going to drive-in movies. Yeah, or I don't know. Are they are they still gonna? Do, they're probably not still gonna do like movies in the park. They could do that and just separate everybody out because there's lots of space in the park, right? Yeah, I mean, or do you the need thing the is, enclosure of the car to to really? I think that in general, people like to get stuff. close to the thing and so they can hear it and see it really well. So I don't know if that'll necessarily work. I think the social distancing will break down if that's the case. Yeah, I guess. And but in cars, you know... Like, you got the radio sound or the sound boxes or... Yeah, it's it's usually through a radio. You tune into a specific station. It's shortwave FM. Don't you get a little bit of delay if you're listening on your radio? Uh, in my experiences, it hasn't been a problem. Well, they probably plan for that. I mean, yeah, they, they probably tune it. I mean, these are drive-in theaters. These are the places where they, you know, they have to make sure it works well. Uh, I, I know what I'm thinking of. Like, like there are sometimes like, like they do like streaming audio, like over the internet, like for your, like three, so you can listen on your phone. Yeah. And, um, and that's a little delayed. Because mm-hmm. you can't you can't control how much delay there's going to be in the stream there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the more people will obviously make that a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, it's with drive-in theaters. It's usually FM shortwave transmission. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I suppose we could jump into the news. I, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, I'll let you start here. Yeah, so apparently uh, the Academy is considering postponing the 2021 Oscars. Because there's basically no movies coming out for them to be, you know, screened. Okay. I mean, they they all come out like December anyway, right? Yeah, but it's, it's usually movies for the entire year. And a lot of independent films come out in like the early spring, the the summer, along with the, the action ones. Okay. Um, it's like alternative options to seeing actions and kid movies. I mean, a lot of these are still being produced, just put out on video on demand though. If they open it but up I to think that. Being, yeah. But I think by being on video demand, it disqualifies them for being in Oscars. You have to have a theatrical run. Yeah, I guess that's true. And in which some places are actually hiring theaters to show a movie and they're buying out like a certain amount of seats 
and the theater is literally showing to no one except for you know the staff that is running the camera right that way it's technically got a theatrical run which has to be expensive yeah but i don't know like once you get that oscar winning number one it's 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 a cool thing to win an oscar number two it's like winning an award gets you more traffic on your on whatever oh yeah def- that that makes all the difference but i just i mean they're they're considering doing this i think it just it's a matter of how many movies can come out all right quickly how long this all as happens as and as soon as the theaters do actually open like how quickly can quality movies come out and consistently so they get a proper theatrical run um because all the major studios are definitely going to be competing for those number one slots as soon as the theaters do open and those just okay movies or those ones that just hit a certain specific demographic are going to have a lot of trouble staying active in theaters because most theaters are going to want to can they're, they're going to want to have as many screens for the top movies as possible yeah, but, especially if you're still social distancing in the theaters. If you have to have right, half capacity yeah. in each theater, then you're going to double up each screen. So instead of having five screens for tenant, you're going to have ten screens if you've got them available. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but there, there may not be other movies to go with tenant when it comes out. So, and that's the other thing. Like a lot of studios are kind of working together with each other. That way, they're not competing against each other. Right. But anyway, so the Oscars very well might be uh, postponed uh, in, indefinitely, basically. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and speaking of Oscars, Ruby Rose has officially quit Batwoman. I'm uh, I'm out of the loop on this one. Who's what? Ruby Rose is the actress who has been playing the, the character Batwoman. Okay. And so she quit because of how much time it's taking. Like okay. she, uh, she has been considering it for a while, and she just wants to do other things with her career. Okay. Uh, um, how's that Oscars related? Oh, it's it's not at all. Like there's nobody talking <laughs> about like, Batman or Ruby Rose ever. I, I was just I was, okay. I was so confused by that. I was like, is is she an Oscar winner? And I don't believe so. Like, she's a decent actress. Right. Uh, she was in Orange is the New Black for, like, a season. Um, she was, um, let's see, she was in one of the John Wick movies. Okay. Um, let me think. Uh, Batwoman, obviously. Right. Um, she appeared in a lot of the other CW stuff, like Supergirl, Flash, Arrow. Yeah, those are crossovers, though, I'm sure. Yeah, that's all just crossovers. Uh, she was... Uh, she was in Pitch Perfect. Okay. Um, Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. Uh, what else? Um, I think she was in an episode of Dark Matter, maybe? Okay. Uh, but in general, she's not been in a lot of things. She's a decent enough. Like, she's usually um, like in more action-y movies because she's got a lot of tattoos and short hair. Yeah. So she's kind of typecast. That makes sense. Um, but, but no, uh, she's, I don't think anybody's talking about giving her or the show an Oscar. Right. Yeah. So what, what do you think they'll do with her quitting? 
Do you think they'll uh, recast? Do you think they'll? Yeah, they're just they're just going to recast. It's, are they going to recast and write it in, or are they going to recast no, I, and? I bet the 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 way that they'll handle it is they'll recast and they'll just pretend it's it's absolutely nothing. Like with Game of Thrones and things like that, it's just going to be like the fans are going to know the change, and the people who aren't fans aren't really going to give a shit. So, okay. I don't know. They, I mean, it's 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 like comic book. Like they could easily, like kill her and have like her girlfriend or whatever take over the the role. I mean, to... they they could. It's just the issue is it's all about. Um, oh, what's her name? Kane. Uh, I can't remember her first name. Uh, the, the the actual character. Um, it's about her problems and issues because. Her dad is a police officer. She's, I think, either bisexual or gay. Yeah. And so it's a lot of stuff with that. So um, I, I can't see them rewriting it at this point and still having the same kind of narrative, the same kind of content. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I'm sure it's just going to be a straight-up recast without any kind of things. Like, I'm I'm sure they're just going to play it off as being the exact same character and exact same actor. Yeah, that makes sense. What else you got? Um, let's see. Greyhound is coming to Apple, uh, like, Apple Plus. Like the bus. Uh, Greyhound is a film done by Tom Cruise. Uh, not Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Different Tom. Okay. Um, and so it was. It was a big acquisition by Apple. Okay. They they bought it out, so it wasn't. It's not going to worry about a theatrical release. It's just going to go to VOD on Apple. Hmm. Okay. Like um, I feel like Apple's one of those. They're like uh, like Amazon, and they they seem like they would say, okay, if this is going to be up for an Oscar, we'll give it a theatrical release and and a window even. And yeah, I'm sure our... it's one of those things that if theaters do open up, Apple will make sure that this gets at least a run, so that they can get more credit of. You know, people who haven't seen it are definitely going to come to Apple to see it if it's available. If they didn't see it in a short theatrical run, but it's one of those things where, you know, at least as of right now, it's just going to be available on Greyhound. I'm sure also they're going to see how much, how, how many people are actually tuning in to see it before they even give it a theatrical release too. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what else you got? Um, let's see, Justin Rowland, uh, the creator of uh, Rick and Morty and mm-hmm. Solar Opposites, yep. um, he has been very vocal about this before, but he's really pushing for it now. Um, but he's pushing for Rick and Morty to become a monthly release. Okay. Um, that way they can have, uh, that way they can create content kind of like South Park does, except on a, like a longer writing scale. Instead of it being, you know, six days, they'll have an entire month, and they'll be able to write an episode animate it and get it out every month and as opposed to like weekly and then have like a year and a half off to do the rest. I would prefer bi-weekly like media Monday show, but monthly is okay. I think monthly is okay. And his also, um, a lot of people are speculating this will be the end of the serialized Rick and Morty that it'll all be episodic. Yeah. Um, instead like where it's just all self-contained episodes. Yeah. And that way also the big gaps are also creating people to have so many fan theories of to how they're connected and how it's going to play out in the future that it's actually causing a lot of pressure on Justin Rowland and Dan Harmon to 
want to either choose to wrap up those narratives or disregard them, which is kind of something they did in the whole um, the whole train of continuity episode. Okay. Where they had like you know President Morty squaring off against them and a bunch of other things happening where right. it's like you know is this canon? It could have been. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, I'm I'm okay with a more regular Rick and Morty coming out. Yeah. I'd, as I'd opposed like to having that. to wait years at a time, because they actually have. He's came out and said that um, the next season is almost completely in the can. Um, but he would much rather it have like a time where they're just constantly working and just cranking out stuff on a monthly basis. Yeah. So, uh, a, you know, a secure job instead of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, Turner has contracted them for like the next four or five seasons. They've yeah, got pretty like good... 70 episodes, 72 episodes? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, they, they've, they've got a few more seasons, yeah. Um, and now with, you know, Solar Opposites and other stuff, you know, they, they're making some good money. They're making decent money. Yeah. Um, let's see. In other news, uh, Netflix is going to cancel inactive accounts. Yeah. And I, I saw this and came to put it in the, in the doc and you'd already done that. Oh yeah. I was on top of it at least for a little <laughs> while. Um, so apparently Netflix is going to cancel an active account. So what they're going to do is they're going to send you an email. If they don't get any response to that, then they're going to send a signal to your actual account that says, you know, if you wish to continue, you know, select continue. Okay. And if it doesn't, if you don't, if they don't get any response, they're going to go ahead and just cancel your account and quit drawing from your credit card. Um, and Netflix, their, uh, their response to their shareholders is this will affect 0.05% of their people. It's people who signed up for like a free week and never canceled. Right. Or people who signed up five years ago and forgot to cancel and haven't been on in the last couple of years. Yeah. I don't so know. I think it's kind of cool that Netflix is going to do that. I, I think more places should do that. Yeah. Like, I, I apparently just resubbed to WoW again the other yeah. day because, like, apparently I forgot to cancel it. Oh, um, yeah. I need, I need Blizzard to do that. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I think it's, I think internally they have to figure out exactly how big of an economic hit it's going to be. Right. Because um, this is not going to apply to anybody who uses it have used it within the past year for sure. Um, it's, it's basically accounts that never watched a single thing or accounts that have been inactive for more than two years. Yeah. That's who, that, that can't be a whole lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it, it's I not, mean, it's who, really who pays like two pay. years worth of $15 a month to, to not use it or, I mean, I'm sure it's people who have a bit more money than sense or yeah. just have really bad financial planning. Right. Um, I mean, this is really just advertisement for Netflix, like good guy Netflix. Right, yeah, yeah. Look at them canceling 0.05% of their accounts. And that way people are all like, oh, if Netflix would do that, that'd be so awesome. I'm going to go to Netflix because Amazon keeps re-upping my Prime membership. Right. Something like that. I don't know, but it's it's just them trying to get their their name out there in the news cycle. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of Netflix, uh, their show, uh, there was Tuca and Birdie. Um, yeah. Which was from the creators of BoJack Horseman. The animated show with, like, talking animals. Yeah. Um, and it got canceled on Netflix. And uh, it's actually been picked up by Adult Swim. Oh, that's cool. Good for them. Yeah, it's this is like the first time any okay, it's not the first time. It's the second time that that a uh, Netflix show that's been canceled has been picked up somewhere else. Um, yeah, like the, the the what was the other one? The what's I can't ever remember what it's called. Like one day at a time or something like that. Or uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't help. All right, yeah, but there was another show that like. Got canceled, got picked up by the the pop network. Mm -hmm. Well, in general, Netflix likes to hold on to the intellectual property. Right. That way, suddenly there's an uptick. They can actually bring it back. Right. Like if it suddenly gets a cult following or if it suddenly, you know, becomes more prevalent or if it's got more of a voice or something, that way they can choose to pick it back up at a future time. Right. And which which is why it's so easy to make a Netflix series. But you literally usually can't do anything else with it. So if it goes to Netflix and it doesn't do well, it dies at Netflix. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Uh, I put. There. What? Oh, go on. No. Uh, go go ahead with the next thing there. I, uh, I move things around. You, you did, yeah, you did. Yep. So I'm confused. <laughs> this? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So Avatar is talking about uh, resuming its live action filming. Okay. I didn't know they had actually gotten into the filming of that yet. Yeah. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. No, it's the other Avatar. Oh. You you mean the the blue people? The blue people, the Smurfs. Yeah. Okay. That Avatar. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's it's talking. Um, their their cast is actually undergoing quarantine, so that they can resume filming in I think New Zealand. Okay, apparently yeah. New Zealand has here. like no cases anymore. Yeah, like, like no, they've got like fifteen people that have it, and like no new cases, or something like that. So, sounds like a good place to re- resume filming. Exactly, and I think that's why the government there is. Um, is kind of okaying this yeah. as long as people are, are undergoing, undergoing a self-quarantine for a certain period of time to ensure that they don't have it. Yeah. So, you know, good for them. that means things are starting to at least come back together. Yeah. Speaking of filming things, um, uh, I read an article that uh, tenant, the, they, they've got like a, a spectacular 747 crash in yeah. the movie. Yeah. The, it was an actual 747. They like they ran the numbers and they were like, well, we could like create like a like miniatures and a and a stage and do all this stuff, or we could just buy an actual mm-hmm. 747 and crash it. And they decided that that was actually cheaper. Yeah, I actually read this and I was I was planning on putting it. And I came back and I was like, oh well, Gino beat me to this one, <laughs> which is usually a pretty rare thing. I usually beat you to it, um, but yeah, I was I was blown away by that too because you'd figure. Making a model and doing a stage where you're doing a very controlled explosion or whatever is going to be easier and cheaper, but apparently, like, all of the labor and everything, it was just cheaper for them to buy a decommissioned 747 
and blow it up essentially. Yeah. So that's that's impressive. Uh, so moving on from Tenant there to Tenant. Uh, so it's still scheduled to come out on July 17th. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what everyone's shooting for. However, they've said that, um, if, if 80% of theaters are open, they're going to do that. If not, then they're going to move it to August 14th. Yeah. They'll, they'll push it back nearly a full month. And um, that August that's what 14th, I actually suspect is going to happen. Yeah, probably. That August 14th date is when uh, Wonder Woman was supposed to be. So that'll probably push Wonder Woman back as well if that happens. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that um, because they had a whole thing with their, their Twitter where they weren't actually announcing the date. And then people called them out on it. And they officially announced the date on their Twitter as being, you know, July. And I think their plan always was, well, if July doesn't work, we're just going to push it back a month. Right, and I think that's actually what's going to happen anyway. I don't, I don't see eighty percent of theaters being open within the next month and a half. Right. Uh, and they, they don't mean like in full capacity. They just mean in some way. Yeah, yeah. Because I think in general the model is no more than fifty percent capacity, if not more than fifty people per theater. Yeah. Or per screen, I'm sorry, not yeah, per yeah. theater. Per theater would be pretty rough. I yeah, I don't know. Like, I still feel like, say, there's like okay, like mathing this out. There's there's eight screens at my local theater. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a small theater, and uh, fifty people per screen would be four hundred people. Yeah. And I, they have to, like, stagger that out well enough that you don't have, like, you know, 200 people trying to get popcorn walking through the lobby area. Well, exactly. And also more time to disinfect each theater. Right. Because it's none of this, like, walk through and quickly clean up any of the spills or the big, huge globs of popcorn. It's actually spritzing each individual seat. Right. Giving them a quick wipe down and everything. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of theaters undergo a broader time where they start opening their theaters at earlier and let them run later, where you actually have showings on weekdays of like one and two in the morning. Yeah. I mean, Just that so makes that, sense. That, that way that people, because, you know, it's like, oh, I normally wouldn't go see a show after midnight, except on like a Friday or Saturday. But you know what? Uh, I mean, I'm working from home and I'm just rolling out of bed at nine o'clock anyway. Right. So, um, so I'm going to be able to go see that one o'clock showing and stay up until three a.m. and it's not going to be a big issue. You know, I, I think that a lot of theaters will do that where they're actually just extending out the times, and I think the employees would be pretty happy because they'll be making you know a bit more time. It'll, right. I think in general, that's what the theaters will do. I think that they're going to extend their theater option hours, but limit how many screens are showing at the exact same time. Right. That makes sense. I think they'll stagger that so that, like you said, there's not 200 people getting popcorn. You know, it'll be a good half an hour between each each actual screening, which also would be good for me to see, like, multiple movies in a single night, too. So Yeah. I'm I'm also okay with that, so... And I also intend that when I do return to theaters, I'm planning on wearing like a mask and all that kinds of stuff the entire time anyway. So 
Well, how do you eat popcorn? Oh, you don't eat popcorn. That's right. I don't you eat should, popcorn. Yeah. You should cut a hole in the front for your sucker. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll put I'll put a hole in the front so I can stick? drink my drink. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. As far as other release dates go, uh, Mulan's still scheduled to come out on uh, July twenty fourth. Or no, they moved it, and and July twenty fourth is the date that it hit. It's it's going to come out. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm still tentative about that, but we'll see. Um, Disney's feeling pretty strong about things. They they've given New Mutants a date. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. if that actually happens, I I can yeah. see something else. Not even just the the COVID stuff. Like something else is going to happen to New Mutants because that that movie's cursed. All theaters will burn down simultaneously. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's supposed to come out uh, August 28th. Um, let's see here. What else you got? Uh, Cobra Kai is leaving YouTube. Okay. Where's it going? I believe it's going to Sony. Okay. Like Sony, Sony doesn't have its own distribution platform. Like Sony, yeah, but they're going, they're going to produce it and everything. Okay, so like it's not. Uh, is it not a Sony production already? I'm not sure. It's just not going to be available on YouTube, uh, premium or whatever, whatever they're calling it now. Uh, this will be the final season on available on YouTube. Okay. And then maybe it'll go to, like, Crackle. I don't know. Sony doesn't own Crackle anymore. Well, I, I don't know. Sony I don't care. No sort of... I don't. I guess they can put it... Let's see here. Cobra Kai closing in on deal at New Streaming Home. Uh, okay. Where does it say it's going? Uh, Sony produces it. And no one would comment... On where it's going yet, so they're 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 looking for a different home. Because... Uh, yeah, they're probably shopping it around. Yeah, and but you you watch this right? I watched the first season and like the first episode of the second season. Oh, okay. So yeah, so you don't really care that the third season is the final season available. Nope. Okay, fair enough. And to be honest, um, you'll probably find it wherever. I mean, yeah. Like, on it was on YouTube, and it was behind a paywall, but it was pretty easy to find. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like everyone I'll, who I'll, wanted to watch it could watch it. And I don't... Also, I think in general, be... like, the, the show can't be that expensive to produce, you know? Yeah. All the bonsai like, trees. Are bringing down top dollars. It's not, you know, it's not special effects heavy. Right. Like it's it's one of those things that it, I could see that going to some place where they're, you know, it's just it's just minimal. It's not it's not going to get a big draw. My question would be if the first three seasons will be available in whatever place it comes to. Right. Like if YouTube is going to hold on to those rights, or if Sony has those rights, or what's going to be? That's my questions. Because there's yeah. no point in having the fourth season if you don't have the three uh, preceding it. Fair enough. Uh, let's see here. Next thing, I just, I wanted to put this in here mostly because we didn't have a whole lot of news, but, um, 
I thought it was interesting. Uh, apparently, Sony and Hyundai are partnering for uh, for product placement and stuff in the Uncharted and Spider-Man movies, upcoming Spider-Man movies, including Spider-Man Three and the Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse Two. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not too surprised about the Sony placements. Well, Sony's the one making the. Yeah, I know. They, I know. They've partnered with Hyundai to. Uh, which, which I don't get. I don't get it with Uncharted. Isn't Uncharted like a not in this time period? I mean, no. It it, it is. It is. It's it's like a it's it's a modern okay ish Indiana Jones. Like they could they could make it happen in any time period. Okay. But you know, when I think you know, driving through deserts or backroading through jungles or right, anything, yeah. I don't necessarily think Hyundai. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I I think it's a weird placement, but apparently it's going it to happen. Obviously, they're, they're throwing a lot of money at Sony. Right. So, yeah, know. so like... I, I, I never then, notice those kinds of things anyway in movies, except for when it's incredibly intrusive. Yeah. Or what... What if it's incredibly out of place? That's the thing is that's. I mean, I could see like with Peter Parker getting a Hyundai as being like a new car or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And him talking about like, oh, it's fantastic. Look at all the features, like them razzing on him. Like, oh, you got a Hyundai. Right. And he's like, no, look at all the awesome features. Like I could see him doing that. Yeah. Um, and for the whole Into the Spider-Verse, it could be in an alternate universe where Hyundai is the only car manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. You know, Uncharted is, is really the out there one. Like, I don't see how that's right, going to yeah, be a yeah. product placement. Unless they're coming out with, like, a new Jeep-esque thing, like a new SUV that they really right. want to play. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then the, the last thing I, I threw this in here, uh, just cause I, I, I thought it was cool. Um, Plex has recently come out with a watch together, um, option and you can watch that with, uh, with the, uh, cause they've, they've got their own like library of like movies and stuff now. Right. Yeah, they do. Um, so like you can watch that stuff, but you can also do it on like your own, um, like personal, like videos and things that you have on there. So like, yes. uh, if, I, if I share my library with you and then we watch together, we can both watch the same video together. Yeah, I really like this idea. I, I really like doing this. Uh, when Netflix announced that they were going to do something similar to this, I thought that was cool. And honestly, Plex is even better because, you know, it's a, in some cases it's a better library or it's like at least stuff that both of you could want to watch. Right. So yeah, I, I I think we should definitely do this. We we should watch a movie together sometime. Yeah, I I wonder how the the controls work and stuff, or like if you can pause it and I can pause it, or. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And we'll also have to figure out how we could talk to each other. It might be very just. I have my phone with Discord right. playing here, but you know, like I'm I'm looking forward to this. I think this is fantastic. We should pick something that's coming out and and watch it together. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. We'll watch something. All right. Uh, let's see here. I think that's it for the news. You got anything else? No, that's all I've got. It was is a news shy thing. A lot of other things happening in the world right now that have been taking precedence over movie and television news. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, there weren't a whole lot of new releases coming out over the next two weeks either, and a lot of them are things we've already talked about. Um, like uh, Netflix, I, I was like looking for new series from Netflix, and there were like none. There's a there's a French series called Can You Hear Me that's available. Uh, it may have like dubbed English with it as well, um, but it's like an original French series. So the answer is yes, but not maybe in the language that you want. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, Amazon has a series called Living Abroad, uh, which I wasn't going to put in there, but there, there was nothing else from Amazon as far as uh, just in general. Um, yeah. But um, Living Abroad is about uh, like soccer stars from Spain living somewhere in like France or something and because they they got traded or something uh, okay so if you're if you're into reality shows that include European soccer and you know um, changes in life I guess yeah and, I think uh, in general people have like a general wanderlust or want to you know, experience something outside of their own realm while in quarantine. I think a lot of people will tune in for something like that. Right. Um, so let's see here. Hulu has a show uh, called Crossing Swords, which is from the robot chicken people. Okay. And it's making fun of like Game of Thrones and those kind of series. And it's got like characters that look like little Lego style sort of. They, they, they have like short little arms and and like no feet. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Big heads. Like, um, it looks kind of funny. Um, I don't know. I might give it a try. Uh, yeah, I think I'll check that out. I thought, cause I was looking this up and I was like, Oh, is this a kid show? What a weird <laughs> not name. Exactly. <laughs> no. And so that makes a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense. I might check that out, but I've got to be careful that it might, you know, appeal to the kids when it's right. in the, you've been watching right uh we talked about artemis fowl coming on disney plus yeah oh wait i put that in the wrong thing on hulu there's into the dark good boy uh put uh, that is definitely not a disney plus show that i put it on the disney plus line oh okay uh into the dark good boy is another into the dark uh show um You'd think it's coming out like around the the tenth of June, so you'd think it'd be like a Father's Day sort of thing, and it is not. It's it's for Pet Appreciation Week. What and... seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. If that's <laughs> they their are, yeah. But yeah, so it uh, it stars um, what's her face, Judy Greer. Okay, and, I like her. Um, and she gets she's very anxious and things so she adopts like a, a dog to be her like um you know like security animal or whatever and and oh, yeah, the dog yeah. like immediately Emotional. starts relieving her anxiety but like starts killing people <laughs> okay fair enough um and then on disney plus we've got artemis fowl coming out okay um yeah we've talked about that before uh, yeah, traditional. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, traditional TV. There's a couple things. Uh, they're all like reality show. Um, 
So uh, there's on HGTV. I thought this was funny, so I put it in here. Uh, House hunters, comedians on couches, and this is yeah. comedians watching House Hunters. That's that's funny. That's very funny. Um, trying to remember. It's who... like Mystery Science Theater three thousand, but you know, not. Yes. Um, but it's got. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to remember who was in it. Uh, JB Smoove. Um. And then uh, Dan Levy, Elliot Glazer, Whitney Cummings, John Mulaney. Wow, yeah, it's it's got a decent amount of people. Yeah, they are people I'd be okay with watching House Hunters. I think. Yeah, I've I've heard of all of those comedians, so yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. the The Bachelorette was supposed to start airing in uh, in June, and uh, it's been. Uh, indefinitely postponed, so they're doing okay. a greatest hits sort of thing. It's uh, Bachelor, the greatest seasons ever, and they're covering like all the other Bachelor seasons. That sounds pretty awful. Like, yeah, it I, does. I mean, I, I definitely am not going to tune into that. But I guess if you've been following it the entire time and you don't have access to the previous seasons, yeah, like this just strikes me as like things that grandmas watch, maybe. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I That's a hard pass for me. Yeah. Like, in general, Bachelor and Bachelorette is a hard pass for me, but that sounds just even worse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess if you were interested in it and you want to kind of catch up, now would be the time. Let's spin this a little positively. Let's not be negative. Let's not, let's, let's, do you know, I am, I am really upset with how negative you went. On, <laughs> so, so honestly, on, this would yeah. probably be best for me. Because, like, I've watched none of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And then for some reason I watched this most last season, The the Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. <laughs> and then I was all like, well, maybe I'd watch some of The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, do you know? Well, yeah, so there you go. There you go. You tuned into but this and you let I don't, it I don't know. I don't know. Like... I think also if they have content that uh, wasn't in the original airing. Yeah, like that'd be if, cool. If it had extra stuff, I can definitely see fans going back to this. But I just don't see anybody who actually watched the series as they happened wanting to come back to this. Yeah. And, I, unless I they have like interviews, like where right. are they now or what they've been up to or yeah, things along those I don't know lines. If they do I can see not. them doing like couch interviews that way. Yeah. Uh, also on ABC, there's a game show called Don't. And uh, it is hosted by uh, Adam Scott. And okay. it is produced by Ryan Reynolds. Oh, nifty. And it's all, it's like a physical sort of, like, physical challenge kind of game show. Where people are, like, have you seen, like, Ellen's Game of Games? Yes. It's similar stuff as that. Only it's not, I don't know, it's not hosted by Ellen and it's not as, I don't know, it's, it's a little different. But it's, okay. it's, it's, they have similar sort of games like that. Okay, fair, fair enough. Um, I might check it out. But, but like the trailer has Adam Scott saying, don't, don't hurt yourself and don't, don't stress over this and don't. Like, and they have Ryan Reynolds saying, uh, like, 
um, that Adam Scott's salary is directly related to how many times he says the the title of the show. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. That's yeah. genuinely funny. Um, but it looks interesting. I mean, and it's I'm on ABC. Warrior. I've been actually watching. Like we'll get into it in just a minute, but yeah, I, I, I might actually tune in for this. All right. Uh, returning series I thought were notable. There's more Queer Eye coming. And yeah. then uh, I know a number of people who have watched uh, Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Yeah, it's good. It's genuinely a good animated series. Like, okay. my kids enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's an interesting universe. It's uh, interesting. And it's coming back for more episodes. Yeah, so I, my kids will be real happy about that. Uh, that's it for TV. Uh, there's a streaming movie on Netflix called The Last Days of American Crime. And, um, it is based on a graphic novel. Um, and it's directed by, uh, the guy who did Taken 2. Um, okay. so it's, it's very actionful and, um... But it's a futuristic crime thriller. There's a signal that is sent out that causes people to, like, freeze in place if they're thinking about doing a crime. Okay. So, like, like they... It prevents crime by, like, keeping people from doing things. Okay, and yeah. And there's a group who are trying to pull off, like, the, the, like, the last big heist before this... Or as the signal goes out, or before so it goes do the out, heist or... without thinking about doing the crime. So that's interesting. Yeah. So um, it looks interesting and actionful, and uh, that comes out on uh, Friday, June fifth. Yeah, um, actually... And then there's a, a bunch of movies that are coming to video on demand, and they're all kind of artsy or horror movies. Yeah. Um. There's a movie called Becky. Uh-huh. And, um... That is not the right movie. Okay. Uh, it's got a group of escaped convicts uh, intrude on a family weekend getaway in a thriller starring Joel McHale, Lulu Wilson, and Kevin James. Okay. And listening to the, the cast, you would be like, is this a comedy? No, it's a... Like, it's a, it's a thriller. Like, Joel McHale's the father and Kevin James is the... Like the um, the convict, okay, and like she's there. They go to like a cabin in the woods kind of thing, and yeah, yeah. she goes off, and then like the the convict takes over the house, and she's and they're all like trying to track down the girl because she's got something they want, and and she sets up like booby traps and yeah. Huh. I I think this is gonna be more of like a Home Alone kind of a thing, maybe, but with maybe. Graphic imagery. Yeah, it's it's not it's not meant to be like funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that there's going to be funny moments though. I yeah, might check probably. this out. Just based on the cast, like in general, the movie doesn't strike me as something I want to watch. Yeah, but that cast with that premise, I, I'll have to check it out. Uh, there's a movie called The Dinner Party, uh, and it's about a couple who um, the the boyfriend. Uh, is like a playwright and like they're like a, a group of rich people that want to uh, back his play and get it produced on Broadway. 
Okay. And uh, they invite him over, him and his girlfriend over for dinner. And and then they end up like drugging him and killing him or something or like that's that's the point of it is like the, there's this one scene where they're all like did you follow our instructions and they're like yeah nobody knows we're here they t- in fact they think we're on vacation <laughs> so it's like obviously they're gonna try to kill you yeah 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 exactly <laughs> um but uh it's like cheap horror movie um, yeah and then there's uh dreamland uh which is a another horror thriller movie um about uh like it's like a jazz trumpetist and like somebody wants his pinky and I, I can't really remember this trailer. It was it didn't jump out at me as something real good, but uh, it's like an okay. artsy horror. Um, like they're uh, it's like competing groups in a jazz sort of. I don't know. It's got a noir sort of feel to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's Hammer, which is uh. Uh, there's a guy who's being chased by, he's got like a bag of money that he stole from a guy and the guy's chasing him and, uh, he, uh, runs into his dad, his dad sees him driving through on a dirt bike and his dad chases him down and is like, what's going on? And so like he tells his dad what's going on and then they're like, uh, the, the guy that's chasing him goes and kidnaps his family and, and then they're like trying to save his their family and they're like we can't bring the police in or it'll kill our family and okay yeah uh it's it actually looked kind of good um but that's hammer uh there's a movie called 2040 coming out and uh it's a documentary sort of thing okay um and i don't normally put documentaries on here but like i i clicked a link to watch a different movie and it gave me the trailer for 2040 so Fair I watched enough. the trailer and was all like, "I'll put this in here. That seems interesting." And it's it's about um, it's got like interviews with kids and things about what they want to see in the future, and then it's like what we could what the future could be if we try to make changes and and things. Uh, it's like yeah. what what's, what twenty forty could be like, and it's it seemed pretty cool. Yeah, that that sounds like a cool idea. It sounds like something I could actually watch with family. Yeah. Um. Then there's the movie Shirley. Uh, which is coming to like video on demand, and it's also going to be on Hulu. Okay. Um, and it stars Elizabeth Moss, and uh, it focuses on the relationship between her, and her husband, and a young couple who board in their home. Um, okay. It looks, it looks pretty good. Like it's, it's artsy though. It's. I don't know. Um, like I feel like um, it, it's kind of a if it if it weren't, it's got an eighty three Metacritic rating. It's like okay, a, yeah. like this this is the highest of any of these other movies that I've mentioned. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, being on Hulu, it's much more likely for me to catch it. Right, uh, and you like Elizabeth Moss? Yeah, she's good. Um, but it, I, I, 
I really feel like looking at the trailer, like this is one that could be like shooting for an Oscar if it weren't for all the pandemic kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then there's like a kids movie kind of thing coming out called Think Like a Dog. Okay. Uh, and it's about uh, this smart kid who creates a device that allows him to listen to his dog's thoughts and communicate with him. Yeah. And then, like, uh, somebody, like, like through hacking his stuff, sees that he he's created this and was like, I need that technology. And they, like, kidnap the kid and then, like, the dog and all his dog friends get together to save the, the kid. Oh, that's cute. Um, but... Uh, let's see here. Does this have this list here of who was in it? It, it was actually interesting. Um, it does not. It's got uh, uh, the guy from Big Bang Theory, the um, like the the shy astronomer. Um, uh, Rajesh. Yes, Kuthra Polly. Yeah, he plays the bad guy. <laughs> okay. This, I mean, this sounds like something that would have been like on Disney. Right to TV. Yeah, it Direct does. TV video or something. It, it, this is not a theater movie having gone to video on demand. Yeah. This is just video on demand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this was always its trajectory. And then there's a movie called uh, The Surrogate, um, which is about. A woman who is uh, being a surrogate for her two gay friends. Okay. Um, and uh, so they're 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 all gonna have a baby and things, and then they find out that the baby's gonna have Downs, and wow. uh, they're trying to decide what to do in that situation. Um, okay. So, uh, it's 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 pretty serious, but yeah. Yeah, um, but it it actually looked really good. Uh, just, just uh, I guess it's a touchy category. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, those are the like the video on demand movies that are coming out over the next couple weeks. I'll I'll try to put more of these in. Like like last last time there were there were a couple movies that came out that were notable that I just kind of skipped over. So like I'm I'm trying to pay more attention to video on demand movies yeah so um, our two listeners can can stay up to date right yeah and, uh you ready to get watching unless yep. you got something else yep all right what you been watching uh so um i've been watching love life okay which <laughs> um it's it was actually pretty good. I mean, I'm just trying to think how much I want to share here than that. Uh, so, I I have AT and T internet, and uh, with AT and T internet, apparently I get HBO Max. Nice. So I have a like a an actual um, subscription to HBO Max. However, HBO Max is not currently available on any of my players. I have Roku, and I guess I have a Fire Stick somewhere. Um, but it's not available on Roku or Fire Stick. And so, and, uh, like I pulled it up on my phone and was all like, can I cast it to my TV? No, I can't do Chromecast cast it to my TV either. Well, that's kind of ridiculous. So, 
Uh, you like at this point, you have to either watch it in a browser on your phone or have an Apple TV. <laughs> okay, so, fair enough. So I, I pirated it. Um, yeah, but I, have I, a, I don't feel bad it. about it because I have an actual subscription to it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's even more gray than what your usual gray is. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Love Life is, uh, it's an anthology series. Uh, the first season is starring uh, Anna Kendrick. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, each episode is like her dating a different guy. Okay, yeah. I like, and, I really like Anna Kendrick. Um, and it's all about like how like the, the guy, the people that you've dated up until like you find the one relationship that doesn't end, um, like shape you as a person and. Yeah, and yeah. how you treat relationships, um, and it's 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 pretty good. There's there were like they dropped three episodes uh, when it came out on uh, Thursday, and then there's going to be a new episode every Thursday for I think there's only going to be like eight episodes or something like that. I mean, I know we don't usually talk about other media's, but I mean, Scrappy Little Nobody. Her audiobook or her book, but the audiobook is read by her, and it is thoroughly entertaining. Okay. So if you have access to a library, or if you're one of those people who get your audiobooks somewhere else or whatever, right? Uh, Scrap Nobody is really, really or... good. yeah, Audible or iTunes or whatever, right? Um, yeah, go ahead and check out Scrappy Little Nobody. It's really good. It's thoroughly entertaining. I don't know. Like, are you listening to audiobooks or anything during this time? I do. I actually, uh, I've been having a lot of trouble sitting down and actually physically reading a book or mm-hmm. like reading one on my tablet or anything along those lines. So I've been listening to audiobooks. Like right now, I'm listening to one of the Witcher books, and um, okay. like, I don't know. I, like in I don't... general, podcast listening is down because nobody's really? commuting. Yeah, they're not commuting. Yeah. So, yeah, um, and I, I, I guess you weren't really commuting before all this, so. Yeah, I just, I listen to audiobooks. I put headphones on, and I listen to audiobooks every now and then. It's a good way for me to, like, do dishes. If Anytime I have a project where I can actually listen, where it's not, like, mowing the lawn or something, I listen to an audiobook. Okay. Like, uh, Becca was listening to the, the Wheel of Time series and was, like, I want to say, like, seven eight books in yeah uh, and then now it's work from home and she hasn't listened to any more of it yeah a lot, a lot of people because they're not commuting in the morning in the afternoon they're just not listening to podcasts or audiobooks as much yeah, but yeah i in general I, I enjoy audiobooks i like being read to all right what are you listening to or what are you listening to what are you watching well, sometimes I'm listening to it. I, I, I walk away. Um, I rewatched the first episode of Justified, which is okay. an older series starring Timothy Oliphant, and he's a U.S. Marshal. And it's got a very, um, it's got a very Wild West feel, but it takes place in the near modern times. Like it takes place, you know, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. But it's it's really good series. If you've not uh, if you've not checked it out, it's available on I think Hulu. I think it's available maybe on Prime. Um, there's a couple places where it's available and it's in general, a really good series, at least until the very end, it falls apart at the very end, but 
Like, it's a lot of really good seasons of just gunfights and really funny situations that these... Because all, the, all of the villains, all of the bad guys typically are stupid. And so it's it's entertaining. I've, I've been enjoying that. Apparently, um, um, Timothy Oliphant's going to be on uh, The Mandalorian. I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. He... I, I we probably be basically the same character. He's going to be basically a cowboy or a marshal or something. I'm sure. Yeah, that he pulls that off that sense. character really well. Um, let's see. I'm, I've also been watching Rick and Morty. I think the Vat of Acid episode has been my favorite so far this entire series, the entire season. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I, I enjoyed that so much. The way it came back and everything and. Uh, it was just, it was, it was so well done. It was, mm-hmm. it was definitely one of the best written ones of this season for sure. I, I enjoyed this last episode as well. The, the, the one where, uh, he's taking care of the, the kids and, and his actual kids are, or grandkids yeah, are yeah. wanting to Beth get high and play video games. Yes. And, and he actually fights God and everything. That's. That, that was that was pretty good. I, I enjoyed that too. Yeah, that's yeah. The the it teaches us the value of getting high and playing video games. Exactly, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, but I don't know. It's, it's just a deeper look into Rick and how he is actually connected with his family. Right. And I don't know. The last couple episodes definitely have been really good. Um, in general, this season has been just okay. Uh, but those two episodes, I, I laugh probably more during those than any of the others. Uh, um, what else you watch? I watched a show called Control Z. Did I talk about this on the last episode? I don't remember. I don't think you did. You might have, but I've slept since then. I I know I started to put it into the episode and then was all like, this isn't in English. And didn't put it in. Um, but it does have an English dub, and we watched that. Um... And it's about a high school where um, somebody has hacked everybody's phones and is threatening to reveal their secrets and are, like, controlling people that way. And, like, there's this girl who's kind of a a loner kind of girl who uh, is trying to hunt down the hacker. Okay, yeah. Uh, it was it was actually pretty good. Uh, there's eight episodes and it's uh, 30, 35 minute long episodes. Um, okay. And we watched seven of them in like one night, and then the next like two nights later we watched the third one or the eighth one. Well, yeah, like Thursday night we watched like seven of them, and then we watched uh, episode eight uh, yesterday afternoon. And and what is this on? Uh, Netflix. Oh, okay, cool. I might actually have to check that out. That sounds that sounds at least interesting. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, um What you got? I watched uh I watched Ultimate Tag. I went on Hulu and I watched Ultimate Tag and then the next day I watched it with my family. Okay. Is it, is um, that good? It's I mean it's okay. It's it's got very like um I wanted to be a little bit more Ninja Warrior. But instead, it's more like American Gladiators. Okay, yeah. I saw that the, they had, like, pro-taggers and 
amateur taggers. Yeah, yeah, and they're still like pretty fit people and everything, the amateurs. Um, but it's the thing is the whole issue I had with American Gladiator is is that if like in the pregame, if you were pissed off at somebody, you can kind of target them as being professional, you know. And this kind of has that feel too. Like it's like if you rub one of the one of the professional taggers wrong, mm-hmm. they're just gonna they're just gonna chase you down and you down alone. Okay. Um, but in general, it's it's good. It's it's entertaining. Uh, we like to watch like Ninja Warrior, Wipeout, those kinds of things. Okay. As a family, uh, we watch you know uh, what was it uh, the 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 Beast Show, Beastmaster on uh, Netflix. Yeah. Um, so like as a family, we like to watch these kinds of stuff and we pick out somebody and we root for them and everything along those lines. And so it's, it's good for that. Okay. Uh, what, what are the, cause we were talking about, uh, we were talking about this before, but we didn't really know how it was going to function. Uh, yeah. can you go into that a little? Like, yeah, how does it's, it uh, work? It's, it's, it's very much like American Gladiators in the sense that it's like two guys, or it's like a few guys and a few girls. In the in the Ultimate Tag, it's three guys and three girls. And they're being chased down, like in the first round, it's literally, they run off into the, the course, and then they have to try and avoid the tagger as long as they can. And then uh, at the end of that one, they score a certain amount of points. And then they have another one where uh, they have to run and be chased by a single tagger and it's it's based off of like how much time they can avoid them okay and then they 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 then eliminate one of the contestants uh from either gender and then there's like another one where they're competing for points um and it's like different things like they're up in like a hanging dome and they've got to avoid taggers for a certain amount of time and then they get a time bonus against their other opponent for the final thing and then if they get the best time then they get uh, $10,000. Okay. So wait, is it, are the, are the, um, the amateurs ever tagging back or are they always just running? They're always running. Okay. At least, in the, at least in the first episode, there might be other games where they're trying to tag professionals. Okay. But I don't actually see, like a lot of times with this, you kind of see the professionals doing things where they're just toying with the amateurs, where they're doing like ridiculous flips and all okay. these cool parkour things. Gotcha. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or they're just kind of waiting for them to get to a certain location, then they tag them. Okay. Like, it's 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 really, it's, I don't know, it's, it's still entertaining, but it's definitely got to feel like if it was the other way around, these people wouldn't last a second. Yeah. Okay. Um... Let's see here. I watched. I guess I could have thrown this in with like love life and things, but I watched other uh, um, HBO Max shows that I wouldn't necessarily recommend. Um, okay. I don't know. Uh, I watched uh, the Not So Late Show with Omo just because I wanted to see what kind of format it was and what it was like, and and it's it's not good. Um, is it really just intended for kids yes and and I think that like it's more of a let's get kids introduced to like adult celebrities and that's it okay like like the the first episode had um, Jimmy Fallon 
And he's all, you know, I'm a talk show host too. And Elmo's like, can you give me some tips? And he's all like, yes, you have to ask questions. And, um, and then they had a staring contest. <laughs> and, and then that was it for Jimmy Fallon. Okay, that's, that's cute. Uh, I mean, it was kind of cute, but, and, and then they had like, and then, and then like his parents come out and they're all like, like, Elmo, you got to get ready for bed. And he's like, let me introduce little, uh, Mrs. Casey Musgraves and. And so, like, okay. she comes out and sings the rubber ducky, rubber ducky song. Okay, yeah, yeah. And and then uh, Elmo comes back out with his toothbrush and is all like, "Oh, it's time to go to bed." Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of cute, but it's I I don't know who it's meant for. Yeah, well, it also sounds like these celebrities are the ones that would appear on like Sesame Street or something in a guest right. role too. Right. And they've got like a, a live audience kind of thing with like uh, they've got like one or two humans and a bunch of Muppets. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's nifty. Um, I haven't watched any more than the first episode. It might get more interesting, but the, the first episode was kind of weird. Okay. And then uh, this afternoon I watched the first episode of like the new Looney Tunes. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's not bad. Uh, it's it's got the same sort of feel as like the old Looney Tunes, except less racist. Oh well, that's that's good. That's an improvement. <laughs> we were actually talking the other day, and uh, me and Sarah, and we were talking about how like the kids have no idea who the Looney Tunes are. Like they don't know any of the characters, and I start naming out like a bunch of them. You know, Bugs Bunny, and then we start getting into the other ones where it's like you know. Oh, there's Sylvester and Tweety Bird, and there's Tasmanian Tiger, and there's Yosemite Sam, and there's Speedy Gonzales. Right. Foghorn Leghorn. You know, we just start getting into these ones that it's like, oh, and all these memories start coming back of like, oh, those those are not appropriate at all. There was a Yosemite Sam episode um, where he's a, he's an arm wrestler. Okay. And he's all uh, he's like, I'm arm wrestling Sam. And and he's like arm wrestling like everybody and like breaking their arms and stuff and it's, it's Bugs Bunny, um so like he of course like plays tricks on him and stuff to win the arm wrestling. Yeah, I might have to check this out and see if it's okay for us to watch as a family. Yeah, I had to watch it like in the browser, because um, like again, there's no Roku or Fire Stick. Yeah. App for HBO Max yet. I I would like to, you know, share these kinds of things with the kids, but, you know, all at the same time, there's a good reason why these things are outdated and old and everything, so. Right. It's 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 all selfish nostalgia that I want to reach for. Right. Uh, what else you watched? Um, let's see. I watched, uh, because of Ultimate Tag, uh, I actually started watching American Gladiators on Pluto TV because they have an entire yeah. channel dedicated to American Gladiators where it's a 24-hour stream of American Gladiators. And it's it's amazing how far American Gladiators have come. Like, you will see them, like, strapping cameras two people like they're essentially like you know grandparents of gopros mm -hmm. but like all this gear they have to attach to them they have to have like fanny packs they have to have battery packs they have to have all this kinds of stuff to carry <laughs> all the gear for a camera so they get the 
the contestant's point of view. And it's like, wow, we have GoPros that do exactly that and a million times better now. Yep. And, and also, I didn't realize at the time, but American Gladiator, because when I watched it when I was younger, I didn't get how sexual it was. <laughs> and also how violent it is. Like, like there are some people who are genuinely getting, like, thrown to the ground with all of their might and all kinds of stuff. And, like, I feel as though people in the audience are just waiting for one of the female gladiators, a boob, to pop out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, we, we watched that a couple of them as a family, and I've watched a few more of them. So, you know, I've, I've been enjoying It's been scratching that itch, that sport itch I have every now and then. Yeah. And, um, like, random crap to be watching sort of vein. Like, you know, like, you just turned on American Gladiators. I, I watched uh, America's Funniest Videos at Home today yeah. on Hulu. Yeah. And and they they were almost all videos I'd already seen on like Facebook and Reddit. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that has basically been completely erased by like Facebook, YouTube, in general, the internet. Right. But it was uh, it was worth a try. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I would not recommend watching it if you're anywhere on the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're not um, on the internet, other than like Hulu. Feel free to watch it. There you go. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I watched a couple more episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good. It's good. Like, uh, I, I think I'm in the middle. Like, I just started season three, maybe. There are only two seasons. Oh. Well, I guess I started season two then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess I started season two. And it's good. It's it's. I think I like season two even more than I like season one. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I hit the, the, the Baron goes out episode. Okay. Yeah, that that's really fun. Isn't it? Yes. That was, that was hilarious. Yeah. That was fun throughout. Like it's, it's just that, that, that episode itself is just excellent. Um, but yeah, the next episode or like, it might be two episodes away, but it's, it's a really good episode too. And it has so many cameos. Okay. So I look forward to talking to that when you get to that. Um, let's see. What else? What else are you watching? Uh, Becca's been watching Bleach, and I'm watching that yeah. along with her here and there. Like, I'll come in, and and there's the story doesn't move, so I I'll yeah, watch an exactly. episode every other like every other episode, and and I'm I'm still aware of what's going on. Oh no, exactly. It's <laughs> it is so drawn out. It is. I like that series. I like the concept. Mm-hmm. I like the. I like a lot of the fights and everything, but it is so slow. Like I tried to rewatch it recently and I was like, I can't do it. I can't come back to it because I'm just waiting for the next thing to happen. And it's four episodes away. Right. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not terrible. Um, And Becca's enjoying it. She's like, no, it's it's not terrible. At least your first time through, but if you try to come back to it, it's just difficult. Right. Yeah. 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 I would not watch it more than once. Um, but she's on like season 10. Yeah. It's, it's a long series. There's 16 seasons. Yeah. I think they're still coming out with a manga too. Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, what else have you watched? Um, I've been watching Taskmaster on YouTube. Uh, we're in like the fourth series. Mm-hmm. 
And this has been our favorite one for like the last couple seasons. So we we're enjoying it. It's you know British comedians doing British things. Okay. Um, I think I've talked about this before, haven't I? You have. I don't remember it real well, but you have. Okay. Well, it's it, just as a reminder. It's like they're given a task and they have to complete it either the quickest or the best or something along those lines. And a lot of it is just like reading the instructions and trying to figure out a loophole. Like it's you know paint a portrait without stepping on this rug. And so they figure out, like, oh, I can move the rug. Yeah. And Didn't it's step on it. Along. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so it's it's little clever things like that. And so it's just kind of figuring out, like, how they do it. And we've enjoyed the actors the most from this series as opposed to the first season. But it's all really good, and it's on YouTube. Um, and this also led me to start watching 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. Are you aware of that? Um. Mm, I, I've heard the title, but I don't know what it is or anything. Okay, well, Countdown is a British series uh, where they do uh, maths with an S, M-A-T-H-S. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also do, like, uh, like word scrambles. It's kind of like Scrabble, but it, they're all just kind of competing for one, one scramble. Okay. And it's a very British show. But the thing is, this comedy group called 8 Out of 10 Cats, which has, like, Jimmy Carr and a few other comedians. Yeah. Like, Jimmy Carr hosts it. And so, like, we want to do Countdown, too. And so they actually get the people from Countdown, and it's the same set and everything, but they kind of do it. And they they compete, but it's not really about the words and the numbers. It's more about the little comedy things or the funny things they say leading up to it. Okay. So it's it's still like a game show, but it's a comedy version of the game show. And the thing is, is that, like, they'll be given a bunch of random numbers, and they have to get to a certain total by using addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division. And it's just kind of funny watching them fail. <laughs> okay. And it's it's also on YouTube, and there's many seasons of that. There's like, I don't know, 15 seasons of it. And it's just all really funny and entertaining. So I suggest checking it out. If you don't like the first, like, 20 minutes of it, you're not going to like any of them. Okay. But if you do enjoy that, there's so much of it. Fair enough. Uh, I started watching Space Force. Uh, we talked about that coming out. Yeah, I watched the first episode of it. I've watched five. Okay, good to know. I watched them all last night. Uh, it's it's decent. Um, what's his face? Steve Carell plays like a very serious a sort general. of role. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's he seems to be trying to play like a straight four star general. Yes. And everything and else around him is just people. falling apart, and it's hilarious. Yeah. I My favorite character is Fuck Tony. Uh, which one is that? Um, What's his face? Ben Schwartz. The, okay. the PR guy. Yeah, I, saw him, I saw him for just a few moments in the first episode. Because I've yeah. only watched the first, the first episode. Yeah, yeah. His, 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 his character's name is Fuck Tony. Okay. <laughs> but, like... Uh, he he gets on the phone. And he's like, "This is F. Tony. I can't remember what his last name is, but like, yeah, everybody, like, yeah, he's he's fuck Tony is what they call him." Okay, fair enough, fair enough. See, the thing is, I thought that like I don't really like cringe comedy very much, mm-hmm. and I think the show is very cringe comedy. I think Sarah will love it because she loves Veep and all those things. Okay, and this just like the the military version of Veep. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I thought that the show was incredibly clever. I thought it was really well written, but I didn't think it was funny. Yeah. 
like there was no point where I was actually laughing out loud. I would actually get up and I'd go into like the kitchen to get water or something. And I'd listen to it and I was like, you know, it's it's stuff that would make me smile like, oh, that's funny. But I wouldn't actually laugh. It wasn't like laugh out loud kind of humor. Yeah. It's not it's not really jokey. As no, much it's, as not, it's... it's not jokey. It's it's really clever. It's it's super yeah. clever. It's well written. But I don't know. It just didn't really scratch, scratch that itch. I kind of I, I plan to watch uh, the first episode again with Sarah, and maybe I'll enjoy it more the second time around. And if mm-hmm. she likes it, then we'll, then we'll watch the whole series. Yeah, the second episode is pretty good too. Okay. Uh, like they they deal with the the fallout from the first episode, the end of it. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just like they're yeah. You'll have to watch it. It's pretty good. And I mean, I enjoyed like the Barry character and some other stuff involving that. I like the the bit about his his wife being in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's funny. I'm I'm looking forward to maybe more of that. And like, I don't I don't think we're ever gonna find out. I I'm I'm only like halfway through the season, but I I don't think we'll ever actually find out why she's in jail. I think that'll <laughs> okay. be yeah. I think it's gonna be like that. I think it might have something to do with just them moving to Colorado. Like she had a warrant out in Colorado or something. Yeah, maybe. But like, yeah, I, I, they every time they sound like they're going to address it, they they go somewhere else. Okay, fair enough. It's a running gag then. I, I like that. I mean, it's it's clever. It's well written. I just didn't find it funny enough. But if Sarah enjoys it, it's something I'll probably sit down and watch with her. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's see. What else you watching? Uh, that's I believe that's it for TV for me. Okay. Oh no, um, well, Central Park. Okay, how's that? Uh, Central Park. Uh, it is like much more musical Bob's Burgers. Okay. Yeah. Um, or at least the first episode was, and it's it's interesting. Uh, I want to watch the second episode. I I was gonna watch it earlier today, but I think I need to watch it with Becca. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, the in-laws are here for like the next day or so, and I don't think they want to come in on the second episode of that. So I'll probably watch it yeah. on like, Monday. Okay. Fair enough. Um. But like, uh, I want to watch more of it, and it, it's got, it's very interesting because it's got a, uh, it's got a lot of people. It's got a uh, Josh Gad. He's like the narrator, and he's singing and things. So, it, and all you hear is Olaf. Um. And then there's uh, like one of the kids is Kristen Bell, so it's it's basically Frozen. Okay. No, I I mean, but like, um, it's got um, oh, uh, what's the name? Leslie Odom Jr. Okay, yeah. From Hamilton. Is like the main, like character. There's uh, all these like singing characters are are in it, and it's a lot. There's a lot of singing. Um, it's got a uh, Titus Burgess from um, uh, the unsinkable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that uh, I have to check this one out because, like, on paper, I should like Bob Burgers, and so maybe I'll like this more. There's an old lady character that's played by Stanley Tucci. 
Okay. <laughs> and that's like that just that's that's funny to me in itself. Um I don't know. Like it's 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 pretty good. It, there's there's a there's a lot of singing, but it's pretty good. Mhm. Well, yeah, you should check it out. Um yeah. I was I was going to just pirate it. <laughs> Cuz it's on Apple TV Plus. Um Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, I'll install the Apple TV app on my Roku. So I did that. And then I went in and I was all like, oh, I can watch the first episode. I had to sign in with my Apple ID, but it, it did not stop me from watching the first episode. Okay, nice. So that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's Central Park. And there's two episodes of that right now. And there'll probably be more every week. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we might we might check that out at some point. But uh, it's it's as family friendly as Bob's Burgers is, maybe even okay. a little more so. Uh, I don't I don't see me sitting down the whole family to watch it, but you know. Okay. Uh, looks like they're releasing two episodes a week. Um, on Fridays. Okay. Cool. Anyway, um, yeah, and uh, we, we we as a family sat down and finished watching Steven Universe Future. Okay, how's that? And oh, so many fills, so many emotions. Like both Sarah and I cried. Okay, it's just so full of the fills, and it's so apt, and uh, it's just it's just beautiful. Like the entire final season is just excellent. They got rid of all of the cartoony filler, like. They, they knew that, like, their audience is going to enjoy getting to hard emotional stuff, and it just goes full force, and it's fantastic. Okay. I should watch more of that, probably. If you want to cry, do it. It's huh. just so well done. Fair enough. Um, you watch any movies? Big pardon? You watch any movies? I I have not watched any movies over the past uh, over the past two weeks. Okay, I watched one, uh, which was Lovebirds. Which oh, how is how was that? It was pretty good. Um, yeah, like it's. I think this is one that was supposed to be in theaters, and then it was. It was supposed to have a theatrical release. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it in theaters. Like yeah. I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, we we should totally see that." Me and my dad friend. Yeah. And then you know the world had other plans, right. and so yeah, I think uh, I think me and Sarah will probably plan to see this sometime over the next week or so. Yeah, you should watch it. We really like uh, Camille Nanjiani and mm-hmm. what is it, Issa Issa Rae? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. So anyway, I, I like both of the main actors. Yep. And it's, it's, uh, they go on an adventure and, um, did the trailer communicate that they, they break up at the beginning of the movie? No, it didn't. So thanks yes. for that spoiler, fucker. <laughs> no, no. At the beginning of the movie, they break up and then they're, the, the whole rest of the movie there, it's awkward because they've broken up, but they're still doing all this together. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. We'll have to check that out. 
All right. It seems like a it seems like a fun date night movie, and we'll have just a date night in. Yeah. Um, right. I believe that rounds things out. Yeah. So uh, if you want to find us, uh, we're at Media Monday Show at Gmail dot com. If you want to reach out to us. Yeah. Or um. Message. Or you can leave us a message at uh, message dot dot com. Yeah. Uh, uh, find we us have on a Facebook, Facebook page, which we don't ever really do anything with. But if you want to reach out to us or like us, go right on ahead. We we love the extra traffic. You had an idea what you were wanting to do. Do you want do you want to mention that, or are you you actually going to do something about that, or? Let's let's wait until I actually put you know pen to paper before okay. we actually talk about that. I don't want to put pressure on me to actually do anything. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, but yeah, I might actually start doing stuff, and I might just post it via facebook that way people who are listening can check it out yeah uh let's see or anything else i yeah i think that's it uh i think we'll see you in two weeks all right thank you and bye-bye bye-bye click